97.3 FM. It's a Tuesday, folks. This is the party line. How many years have we been doing this program? A long time. And we're proud of it. 71 degrees here on Columbus Road this morning. They say it's going to top out at, um, let's see here. Oh, I just lost my place. So 88 degrees today. And that'll be around 5 p.m. Our topic today, the Athens County Public Library, and it's a system. They have many locations. We're going to learn all about it today, right here on the party line. Becca Lockman, good morning. Good morning. Welcome. Good to be here. Yeah. And uh, we, we've done a show a long time ago before, right? Yeah, I think it's been at least five or six years since well, I sat in this chair. It should be um, more often than that. Agreed. But anyway, we're glad you're here today. So the Athens County Public Library. Um, you know, I, I live in Athens, right? And so I'm accustomed to, what is it, down on Home Street? or Yes, um, that's our Athens location. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but um, the main thing, it all started many, many years ago, was in Nelsonville, right? Correct, yeah. And um, so how many locations are there for the public library in Athens County? if you count the bookmobile... We have eight locations. So we have seven buildings, and now we have the bookmobile back with us, which we're really grateful and excited about. Now, you say it like maybe there was a period where it wasn't in existence? There was. Around 2009, um, we had some loss of funding and um, through the state and had to make some changes and one of the things that went away was the bookmobile and one of the things we did during the pandemic was we were able to bring that back well um yeah and covid mercy that changed all sorts of uh, things and i could see where the bookmobile would have been really important during that period it was yeah we so it returned like many places we had to reinvent um what it meant to connect with your library and the resources during that time. Um, One of the things that's also stuck around from that time is we offer curbside service. Um, That was big during during COVID a lot of places. So Um, like you could make your request telephonically or through email or something like that and then drive up and they would bring it out to the car yes you communicate with your local You're still library doing stuff like that we do so even if you know if a mom or dad has four kiddos in the car yeah. and they don't want to come inside they just want to swing by and pick something up or say you don't feel very well and you don't want to come inside the library that is still a service that is ongoing at any of our locations i had an aunt years ago who headed up the college of worcester's okay. um, library mm-hmm and, um, you know, I, as I looked over your history, by not you, but I mean the Athens County system mm-hmm. of libraries, um, I, I didn't realize 
that most libraries were based, initially at least, on books being given to them. Mm-hmm. And then they would uh, catalog those and r- let them circulate. Right. Um, I just somehow or other assumed libraries bought books. <laughs> well, we sure do now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we buy a lot of books. <laughs> but But is the donation thing still... Um, out there. Yes, it is. Um, you can absolutely contact our libraries and see if something in your private collection is maybe an item that we don't have or that one of our locations in particular would be interested in. Um, and if nothing else, the Friends of the Athens Public Library, um, a separate organization from us, mm-hmm. but they mainly support that location along with doing some things countywide. They still run an ongoing book sale that you could donate um, those items to, and it will help support the library. Sure. Um, well, there's all sorts of things you guys are involved in. And uh, first of all, as I already kind of mentioned, it sort of started in Nelsonville. Mm-hmm. So the history. Um, what, what, um, what year was it that it first got going? Around 1935. Okay. And um, let's see, that would have been during the period of the WPA, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So it's coming off of that. And um, folks in Athens could um, go to the library at Ohio University. That was still considered a community library. It Mm -hmm. served both the students and community members at the time. Right. Um, But further out in the county... Um, they needed their own library system. Um, They wanted something closer to them. And so business leaders and educational leaders in Nelsonville got together and started what was then, our name was the Nelsonville Public Library. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's why our main office is still located in Nelsonville and our board is chosen by the Nelsonville School Board. Let's see, I am trying to find all my notes here, but uh, while that may be your main office um, today, you mm-hmm. have locations in Athens, Chansey, Coolville, Gloucester, and of course Nelsonville, I'm doing this alphabetically, folks, The Plains, Albany, and then the Bookmobile. Exactly, and we also have electronic locker libraries set up. Yeah, I read about this, yeah. but I don't understand it. What is an electronic locker? Sure. So it, it looks exactly like it sounds. It's a big set of lockers. And what you do is it's coordinated to read your library card. So if you live in New Marshfield, yeah. um, Shade, um, and Stewart, that's where our locker libraries are located. And you would get a notification, a phone call, a text, an email saying that maybe a book or movie or game you had on hold was ready for you and at the lockers. You would take your library card um, and basically put in a code at the locker and it pops open and there's your library materials right there. I see. So it's not a physical building, but it's a site where things are put in it for you to pick up. Right. They are out reach sites um, and you can bring your books back there's a book drop at each location as well 
And uh, once again, the, those sites being uh, Amesville, New Marshfield, Shade, and Stewart. Right. All right. Right. Well, um, computers. Mercy. Um, there are so many things that you've added in terms of resources for the user. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's things you can print uh, at your home um, printer. Yes. Um, accessible online. Right. You can. Are you talking about print from home? I think so. Yeah. So you can print something um, from wherever you are, as as long as you have access to the internet, mm-hmm. um, and. It will actually print out at the library location of your choice, and you can go and pick it up. So, um, okay, so this is a printer service. Okay, I get it now. I have misunderstood. But, uh, golly, what a history, and what a large number of people you folks serve. Now, um, let's see here. I mean, I've got so many notes here. Um <laughs> Now, community partners. Uh huh. Okay. Now, you mentioned that the library system has a number of them. Uh, what, what, what does a community partner do? And I'm sure each one is unique, but uh, in what they do for you or with sure, you. Sure. Sure. But give us some examples. Right. Well, we, as you can imagine, we work with a large number of local community partners. Um, and they help us do everything from maybe we collaborate on library programs together. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they help us find grants and other funding for, for new services and resources. Um, maybe they are wanting to um, bring some educational resources to the library to help spread the news about um, things that people can take advantage of here in our communities. Um, but basically, a lot of the things we do, we can only do because of the help uh, from other people and other organizations. And our director and assistant directors spend a lot of time building up those relationships. Of course. You have a board of trustees, too. We and, do. And um, they meet regularly. And and people are... are if they wish, they could attend such yes. a meeting as mm-hmm. a guest and, yes. and just listen in and yes. or and even bring up an idea, right? That's correct. They are open to the public, and there's time set aside at each board meeting for public comment. Um, so that's something we encourage anyone to do at any point. The um, It's summertime, duh. And, you know, different seasons bring different... Um, things you can do and uh, so your summer programs there's um in fact i think one thing just called summer at the library yes yeah that is our big our probably our our busiest time of the year really yes uh, we offer free programming and workshops um and free lunches for kids ages 1 to 18. Yeah, every day of the week I see this. Yes, at several of our locations. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's neat. Yeah, and it's again because of community partners that we can do things like that and we start planning our summer programming and resources all the way back in January. 
Um, so it's really one of the largest projects of the year for us. And we're in our second year of offering it to adults as well. We used to offer it to children, families, and teens. And more and more, the adults were asking, well, you know, where's, where's our things? Where's our programming and, and our um, special resources for the summer? So mm-hmm. we are having a ball, but our staff are very busy. I, I, I imagine so. In fact, I don't know if it's fair to ask, but I'll try it anyway. Uh, when you think of all these different locations, uh, how many people does the Athens County Public Library uh, need as uh, employees or as volunteers or whatever? Mm-hmm. Well, we have a staff right now of approximately 50, oh. um, and that's constantly evolving and growing sure. as you know things around us and needs around us um, grow and evolve as well. Um, but that's the, fa- the library family right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure a lot of the people that Uh, work with y'all also do so voluntarily our branches do have volunteers um, and we're always open you know if if helping out your local library is something you've always wanted to do there are things like shelving helping prep for programs Um, like I mentioned already the friends of the Athens library Mm -hmm. they are always looking for volunteers for their book sale yeah well um Let's see here. I, I saw, um, I, I recently learned that you have an interesting program that has caught my attention. I'm sort of thinking about, is my bicycle cool or not? Okay. <laughs> and I have three of them um, in the garage. No, I guess there's four. But anyway, lately I've seen these. Uh, motorized bikes where you you they're electrically powered uh, or to assist you like if you're going up a hill or something like that or for someone that doesn't have the um the energy anymore Mm -hmm. they can just be um, powered all the time right anybody who's tried to take a bicycle ride in athens county will appreciate the the extra boost from an e-bike, I believe, is what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and so the library system, at certain locations, has bikes you can check out, and um, these are regular bikes, they're motorized bikes, all sorts of things, um, and you can uh, like. Uh, in my case, where I'm living in Athens, I can go down to Home Street to the Athens location for the library and and they have you know a i don't know a dozen or so bikes right and you can try them out all kinds of them get on the bike path and everything you sure can yeah um we worked with the athens county foundation through a grant from them and rural action on two new e-bikes to add to our collection and for anybody wondering how we build our overall collection. Um, these bikes are in what we call the library of things. Mm-hmm. So more than just books, right? Um, we listen to questions and recommendations coming in from our patrons. So we've been hearing about electric bikes since about 2019. When are you going to get them? When are you mm-hmm. going to get them? Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I would be remiss not to say that our book a bike uh, program you're talking about was one of the first in the nation and definitely the first in the state of Ohio where you could come in and check out a bike just like a book. Amazing. And um, it's one of our most popular programs for sure. And um, I have yet to try the electric bikes myself, but it's on my to-do list for the summer. Likewise. Yes. And, uh, in fact, I've never had to borrow a bike, but, uh, I'm, you know, I intend to do it. And yes. And find out what it's like. Yeah, six out of our seven buildings now offer Book a Bike, and you just need to sign a waiver. Um, and we have kids' bikes, mountain bikes, um, bike equipment, and it's always fun on the bike path here in the Athens area to, to recognize our logo on the bikes. In fact, I live on one of the largest hills in Athens. And one day I happened to be home and looked out my window in the afternoon and two people were very happily going over this huge hill laughing. And I thought, wow, they're going fast. And I glanced down and I saw our logo and it was our two e-bikes. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that totally made my day. I'll bet it did. Well, um, okay, um, a library of things. You mentioned mm -hmm. that a moment ago and it's kind of caught my ear. Um, what are some other examples of things people can check out? Sure. Another thing um, we did during the pandemic to help people get outside and connect with each other is we added a whole collection of outside games. So some of these are um, large um, games that you can pick up and if you have a big enough car. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sure. Some of them are things like bocce ball. Um, we have fitness kits if you wanted to work out at home or just try out a piece of equipment before mm -hmm. considering buying it on your own. We have a whole sensory collection that has things like busy bottles in them, which is a small tube device um, filled with images and um, rice and different things like that um, that people can use who are experiencing either memory loss or who are building their language skills. Um, so it's meant to help um, encourage stories and interactions. Right. So those are just a few examples. I mentioned board games. We have a large board game collection. And again, we get ideas for what to add to these by our library card holders. We call them patrons, but our, our card holders coming in and saying, hey, it'd be really cool if you got fill in the blank. Right. And um, are those really, how do I want to put it? Do people really come in and get them uh, to try out a lot? Yes. Yes, okay. they do. Yeah, especially, I mean, they check out year-round, but um, in the winter months especially, you can imagine that's a popular thing to do. We also have a number of uh, personal Wi-Fi hotspots that are very popular in oh, our I, county. I saw this. Now, there are some communities where um, it's harder to receive Wi-Fi. Correct. Um, or an Internet um, connection. And so... Um, you have put in some public um, services. In, we have. And in, in these, um, okay, just if you can, list them. Sure. Well, 
All the communities we talked about that have our electronic locker libraries okay. also have what we call a community hotspot there. So if you're in Amesville there by the former Grange, um, you can pull into that space and you can connect to the library's Wi-Fi. Okay. So all those locations have them. And then, like I said, we have this private collection of those personal hotspots that you can check out and take home with you. And um, so there's, you know, that's really helpful. Think of a community that has very limited service. Um, and uh, maybe you can't even purchase a local service. But whatever, the library provides a service in those areas where it's difficult. Right. Uh, our buildings as well. Um, you can sit in our parking lots and connect to our Wi-Fi and as you can imagine, in the past three years, a lot of people <laughs> needed that. <laughs> right. um, so that's another service we provide to the community. You know, I was reading some of the history of um, the Athens County Public Library. And, you know, I, I would have thought that it would have been in in existence longer than it has been. But uh, still, it's been a long time, 1934. 1935. 1935 right yep. in that zone. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's once again, I'm, I'm a member of the Athens Rotary Club. But, um, you know, the Rotary Clubs in this region um, said, we need a library. And other... Um, organizations stepped up too and I think even the Columbus Rotary Club uh, stepped forward to uh, help finance it yes and um, and I'm, I don't mean to just zero in on Rotary it there's so many organizations that helped get it going and now look at it it's terrific yeah the state library was was very important to getting it going um, and I'm a past Rotary scholar, so I appreciate all that Rotary does. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Neat. Well, um, t talk a little bit about your background, if you would. Sure. Well, uh, I am... Where were you raised? There we go. Sure. And I would love to maybe hear about your early memories of libraries, too. Yeah. Um, Worthington Public Library. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So I grew up up in Wayne Holmes County, Ohio, okay. in Amish country. So we're talking like uh, Worcester and all that? Actually, yes. Um, so I grew up in Kidron. My grandfather was the president of the college. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So I grew up um, taking piano lessons, and Worcester was the big city where I grew oh, yeah. up. I grew up in a town of less than 1,000 people called Kidron, Ohio. I know it, too. Okay, and I have really fond memories of going to the bookmobile because... Where I grew up, we did not have a library building. Okay. And so we would meet the bookmobile at different places. Um, and I remember getting on the bookmobile with my friends, some of whom were little Amish kids, and um, the librarian on board helping us pick out books to check out. And I was a, I loved to read growing up. It was one of my favorite things to do. So we would travel to the Worcester Library, and I remember thinking it was such a beautiful building. And was this the, the public library or yes. the college library? Yes, this was okay. the public library that okay. I remember going to as a kid. Um, 
So I was in junior high and almost high school by the time the town over from me built a physical library. Yeah. And um, then I remember going there often um, during my high school years as well. Well, um, not that I, I probably shouldn't even ask, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, you say you were raised in the Amish country. Uh-huh. Were you Amish? I am Mennonite, okay. and uh, my great-grandmother was born into an Amish family. So uh-huh. we broke off and became Mennonite. My mom actually became a Mennonite pastor when she was 60 wow. up in that area. Um, so I still attend a Mennonite church in Columbus, Ohio. Neat. Well, um so how long have you lived in southeast Ohio? <laughs> yes, well, I'm one of those people who came down here for grad school and never left. Yeah. And I married an Athenian. There you go. And so I've been here for close to 18 years now. Yeah, I, I've got you beat by a few. <laughs> 50. Wow. Yeah. I hope I can say that someday, too. And I moved here from Honolulu. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Well, I'm the communications uh, officer for the county library system. So mm-hmm. a lot of what I do, anything having to do with telling our story that uses words um, and graphic design and things like that, um, our social media I do. Um, so I'm not out at the front desks. I don't have those superpowers. Right. But uh, a lot of what I do is behind the scenes. Sure. And uh, with any organization, there's people that work behind the scenes that really make it as special as it is. Um, Okay, so now, uh, when I look at the history, and I, uh, you folks have done so many things to help the region. And again, I mentioned like this Wi-Fi stuff and other hotspots and all of this. Um, but historically, you've been ahead of the curve on so many things. Um, you have this board of trustees and and staff, of course. We said fifty people employed mm-hmm. or so. Um, you know, what are some ideas that you'd love to see move forward, but haven't yet? Oh my goodness. That's a hard question because honestly, it's hard to keep up with all that we do. <laughs> it is, um, we, we really are wanting people to think of the libraries as the first place they go to for information, for community, for fun, and of course for literacy. And I think one of the biggest things we've brought on in the last year that we were talking about for years as a major need is we now have a social worker full-time in our buildings. A social worker. Yes. Boy, that could mean so many things. Yes. So we have an employee from Integrated Services. Okay. Her name is Liz, and her assignment is the Athens County Public Libraries. So she moves from library to library throughout the week and if people have a need whether it's food insecurity they need a ride um, they need a place to sleep that night they need therapy she can meet with them one-on-one and um, bridge that gap Mm -hmm. of you know 
the time it takes to find those resources. And I, I did bring um, a couple of our annual reports with me just for some fun stats. Um, and last year alone, I'm looking for this number here. So almost 700 people met with her last year alone. Holy cow. Yeah, so when you're talking about a need that yeah. we see every day, it's on our radar, and our directors do their best to find a way to meet that need in our communities. So when you ask what I'd like to see, um, it, I, don't, I don't know if I can answer that question just because every year there's something new in our laps that we are able to do with community partners to be able to, to meet the needs and wants of our communities. And once again, this board of trustees, they meet on a regular basis. And it, those meetings are open to the public. You can find out what time it is and, and attend and, and express an idea that you may have that, that would be helpful to the community. Sure, we are always evolving and growing. And even if you wanna tell the board what a good job our libraries are doing yeah, or sure. what you appreciate, um, we always welcome people to, to comment about that as well. And I will say that one part of libraries across the nation, and we consider ourselves doing this every day, but if, if you go into a public library and you don't see something that you maybe don't agree with on our shelves or in our resources, then we aren't doing our job. <laughs> um, Ooh, say that again. I'm, yes. I missed it. So if you go into a library and you don't see an item there that that you don't agree with. That you don't agree right. with. Right. Okay. Yeah. So libraries are there to serve everyone. Yeah. And um, all ideas um, need to be represented there. So if okay. you go in and, and you see a book that... You don't agree with... That you wonder it's why about. it's on the shelves yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I don't know the last time you did that in a library. Um, I can't remember it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, in anything, um, what you believe in isn't necessarily the right thing for everybody. Exactly. And so there needs to be a variety of, of um, literature, of, um, well, anyway, I, I get it. I understand what you're saying, mm -hmm. and um, we should be uh, tolerant in accepting that not everybody thinks the same, and uh, boy, we just need that in regular life, don't we? We sure do. We sure do, but we, we try our best to make sure that if you walk through our doors, um, you can find a representation of yourself somewhere on our shelves. Yeah, that's, that, that's what I had left out. The point is, you may see something you don't agree with, but you certainly will find things that are in agreement with you. Yes. Whatever your position is. Um, the cost of operating a library. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's employees, but there's also physical buildings. And sure. they require maintenance. Sure. And, um, cleaning and things like that. Um and then uh, our 
do you folks actually go and purchase books, or are most of the books um, acquired through donations? Or um, I just tell me how the books, which is what we, libraries are most famous for. Yes. How how did they come about? Well, books will always be at the heart of who we are. You know, we've been talking a lot about other services and resources, the library of things, but, but books and promoting literacy and love of literature, yeah. um, lifelong learning, those are the core, core heart um, of, of any public library. And I will tell you that our cataloging team, they are amazing. They break records all the time for the number of new items they are adding to their shelves. Anything in a library, whether it be a bike or a book, has a human touch behind it. Someone has thought carefully about ordering that for our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and last year, we added almost 25,000 new items to our overall collection. Holy cow. Yeah. So those are, those are purchased items. 25,000 items added to the library. Yes. In Athens County's system. That's remarkable. Yes, I agree. <laughs> so, you know, it brings me to want to ask, so how many total items are there in the whole system? Oh, my goodness. I don't know if I have that number. Yeah, um, that would be amazing. Yes, it's, um, you know, like I said, we are we're constantly adding to the system and and of course, moving things through mm-hmm. as well. If something's not checking out or is damaged, you know, we have to replace those items or move them well, along. In, in that thought just occurred before you mentioned it to sure. me. Sure. Um, okay, so a book, um, some popular title. Mm, I hesitate to even name one, but a very popular book over the years. It's been checked out many times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's showing wear and tear. Um, is there a specifically um, some sort of document that is written, a sheet of paper saying we need to replace this book? Absolutely. Yes. Our staff works um, year round on going through our collection to make sure that the book you are receiving is something you want to hold in your hands, mm-hmm. that it's readable, um, that it doesn't have mold that it doesn't have stains, um, things like that. And if it is a book that's been circulating, right away we will purchase a new copy if, it, if we can um, find a new copy. Sure. And uh, the word there that I want to emphasize is purchase. Um, so, yes, you still take, uh, say someone's um, moving across the world. Uh-huh. Uh, they could bring... Uh, boxes of books to y'all. They could. If it's a large donation and say you live in Nelsonville, you'll want to call the library, Mm -hmm. describe your collection, and see if it's something that we would be interested in. And you can bring it to the library and our staff will help you bring it inside. Um, Or we might say, no, we don't have a place for that right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's always worth, um, again, trying the Athen- the Friends of the Athens Public Library because they have this ongoing book sale um, that helps them further support the, the mission of the Athens Library. 
Um, I'm sure you attend these board meetings that are held, what, monthly? They are held monthly. Okay. Uh, what is something that, um, uh, you know, I, probably there's some things you can't talk about, but wh- what is a, a thing that they'd like to tackle that they've just not yet been able to? Hmm, that's a great question. Well, first of all, our board minutes are... Uh, public record mm-hmm. and anyone can request them um, but I th- I think that you know our, our director sends out um, the agenda before each board me- meeting um, and they're they're usually pretty packed um, you know he talks about all the things that have happened in the last month um, things that need to move forward um, I don't know if this directly answers your question, but but one thing we are working on in the next couple of years is we just purchased land to build a new Chansey Library. Um, And um, I can't tell you, you know, exact details on that, but we're really excited about that moving forward. Sure. Well, um, what have I failed to bring out? We've got about 15, 14 minutes left in our program, and uh, I've tackled a number of things that were on my mind about sure. the library, but what, what would you like to bring out that I've failed to um, ask about? Sure. Well, um, one thing we do outside is we provide um, a couple of fun ways to interact with reading and interact with each other. Um, also, during the pandemic, we partnered with people like the, the cities of Athens, um, Arts, Parks, and Recreation, and we came up with um, a few storybook trails. Maybe you've heard of these. Um, They are these large panels that, um, in a lot of cases, include pages from a picture book that families can go out into a park and read from panel to panel. And so you you move your body, you get Mm -hmm. outside, they usually have interactive questions um, so that families can can talk more about reading and the book itself. And we've added quite a few of those um, over the past few years. Our first one was in Athens at Sells Park, and we now have one at Robbins Crossing in I Nelsonville. I live about a block away from Sells Park. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's really neat. And I can't believe how many people um, from other parts of Athens come there to walk or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. It's, it's neat. It is neat. And, and it, we have lots of those little hidden gems. I agree. Yeah, we, we just put one in um, near the front, of, the front entrance of the Bailey's Trail yes. system. Yes. So we have one in Chansey now. Um, and the newest project we've been partnering with the Ping Institute for Humanities at Ohio University, um, we put in an educational walking trail in Richland Park here in Athens that celebrated uh, the different ways that he, the humanities really helped build up this area and, and the role it plays in our lives still every day. Right. And we are getting ready to switch that story trail over to one that celebrates local artists and writers and local historians. 
And I'm really excited about that. The first show or exhibit will be highlighting the work of a husband and wife artist team here in Athens, Wendy and John McVicker. Oh, yes. He's a visual artist and she's a poet, um, a former uh, poet laureate of Athens, in fact. Um, So they, they wrote a book together that includes her poetry and his artwork. Um, and so the panels will, will celebrate that um, coming up here in the fall. Well, um, obviously the board is uh, very creative and very open to suggestions, and uh, that's why we have such a great variety of things being offered as part of our public library system. Um, Let's see here. Oh, I just found this figure that I asked about a moment ago. Okay. It says there's 524,788 items. Oh, my goodness. I bet it's more than that. I'm I'm sure it is because (laughs) every day it might change. Yep. And um, for the better, I might add. All right. Um, If someone... Okay, so a library card. Oh mercy! I don't think I have one. <laughs> well, let's let's get off the air here, and we can go and change that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should have one, particularly because I want to try out one of those book bikes. Yes, you will need one to try that out. Yeah, but you know, you also provide meeting space for various local organizations. We do, and I know that um, oh, a group I am a bit involved in called FINA. Mm-hmm. Far East Neighborhood Association. Whoops. Um, we have met occasionally in one of your conference rooms yes. and things like that. Yeah. And so people who are with a local organization can call and uh, book the availability of that. They can. It's another free library service. Um, also, you can do it yourself online from our website, myacpl.org. And it doesn't have to be an organization. You can be a private citizen wanting to use it for for something. Um, And you're right, though. You can also call or talk to somebody at the front desk about reserving that for you. And last year, I found this figure in front of me, so I'm going to say it. Uh, 1,830 people use that free resource of our meeting rooms. Wow. That's that's terrific, you know. And... um, I mean, there are other places that offer rooms to uh, use, but uh, there might be a fee, but not in this case. That's very nice. Um, So what's your busiest time of day? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well, right now around lunches because of the free lunch program that we offer, um, definitely Saturday mornings. Let me just ask. um, I'll stay back on the free lunch thing. Sure. you don't have cooking facilities, do you? We don't have cooking facilities, but we have cooking kits. So we've done some food-themed programs specifically with our youth services, so kiddos and teenagers where they can take around um, a little um, convection okay. oven or you know um, things that, that help them so prepare dishes. So reheating type things. Well, you can make things on a skillet. Um, we've worked with organizations on a program in the past, a series called Feast, 
families eating affordably okay. and sustainably together, um, where people learn about foods and they actually prepare a meal together. Um, so while we don't have those cooking facilities, we often do have food-related programs sure. in our buildings. And of course, uh, teaching um, what is healthy and what what isn't, and and um, even to some degree teaching how to cook. Mm -hmm. um, those are things that are offered. Some, yeah. yeah, I believe that there's even a bread making workshop at one of our branches this wow. summer. Our our theme this summer is all together now. It's um, looking at programs and resources. Um, connected through themes of kindness and community. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested to see how they will, they, they will um, make that bread. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if someone had um, an idea or a suggestion, but maybe they don't want to go through the trouble of attending one of the board meetings uh -huh. or something like that. Sure. How could they share that idea? Sure. Well, we are really lucky to have a director and an assistant director who are willing to sit down with anyone face-to-face -to, -face to talk. So you could email or call either one of those people. You could simply just talk to your favorite librarian at your local branch. You could write a letter to our board, to our directors. You could email any of us on the contact us page on our website, including myself. Mm -hmm. um, you could reach out to us through social media. Um, there are so many ways to let your, your words be known to us, your, your um, suggestions, um, your concerns, and we will always get back to you. Folks, I just realized, and it, well, the show's almost over, but I normally I mention the name of our guest several times during the show. Becca Lockman is who's been joining us this morning, and she's kind of the head of publicity and public relations and all that sort of thing for our Athens County Public Library System. If you tuned in late, we're talking about how many branches? We have seven buildings and one bookmobile. Yeah, mm -hmm. and um, the principal office and the oldest office would be that of Nelsonville, Correct. right? Correct. Uh, but all of these libraries and seven locations you just said, right? Yes. Uh, all of these uh, have a tremendous source of, of, of course, books, but also other publications and even um, maybe audio recordings. Yes, and, lots things like that music and, yeah. um, and then our whole digital library as well i love audiobooks and um that's what, what are those so basically i'm the mom of a toddler okay. i don't get to read physical books right now in this season of my life but i can take a walk or do the dishes and listen to an audiobook I on see. my phone i see mm -hmm. okay well um again i hate to put you on the spot but it's my job. Um, you know, what, what is something else that we haven't hit too hard uh, that we ought to mention that maybe people are unaware of? Um, 
We've mentioned so many great things you folks do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm sure we've forgotten something. And I'm just get, trying to figure out what it might be that people ought to know. Sure. Um, some of the other free services we offer, maybe. Um, so we have a notary service. So you can come in to your local library. Um, and that's, again, a free service. We also have a newer service for um, we have a car seat tech on staff, someone who was trained to go through the process of being able to not only help you um, pick out a car seat for the needs of you and your family, mm-hmm. but will help you in- make sure it's installed, installed correctly yeah. and safely. Um, what else? But oh now, you know that <coughs> there can't be one of those at each location. There isn't. There isn't. Yeah. So. A lot of our, uh, some of our services require appointments, maybe? Yes, okay. yes. So, again, if you go to our main website, myacpl.org, um, and, and you do a search for any of these services that you're interested in, they give you the, the that website will give you the next steps of what you need so to do. So, myacpl, that is uh, my Athens County Public Library System. Correct. That's what the my stands for. (laughs) And um, mercy, my phone has just been going nuts this morning. Um, Anyway, um, and then you can uh, go to that website and um, enter, enter what it is you need. Yes, we have a search bar that will let you search our collection or search the website. Yeah. Well, um, good job. And... You know, feel free to keep us informed anytime. And particularly if there's a new program, you know, let's make sure people know about it. Yes, when we build that new Chansey Library, maybe Uh that's when we should come back. Well, anytime you're welcome. And uh, our guest again this morning, Becca Lockman. And uh, if if you want to meet her, she's at all the branches once in a while, but she's principally at the Nelsonville location. That's right. All right. Folks, coming up tomorrow, we're going to talk about Southeast Ohio youth mentoring. Boy, that's important, too. And uh, Anna Ezel, 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 E-Z-E-L-L, and Jim Saltzman uh, will be our guests tomorrow. And then on Thursday, uh, Leah Magary, who's the executive director of the Dairy Barn. And, of course, the Quilt National thing is... um, Let's see, we're two-thirds of the way through that display in terms of the calendar. So uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you, you really ought to get down there. Becca, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You bet. And uh, as I said, anytime, let us help. We are uh, nearly out of time, folks. Let's see here. 71 degrees when we started. Let me see if I can update this quickly. And uh, 77 now, and it's going to top out at, um, what I say, 88. Oh, no, 89. In our 73rd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970.